episode number 75, Camaro ZL1 Order Guide and Sales. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. We are back. And we're back from our our, our slight, uh, I guess you'd call it vacation or I don't know. I, I, I decided that, uh, well, I didn't decide. It's been planned for a while. But we decided that it would be a good idea to fly into Florida and spend a few days in Florida with some friends. Um, it just turned out to be Hurricane, I don't know, Hemorrhoid or whatever its name is. <laughs> at that time so yeah we flew in and um hung out in ha- uh, hurricane hemorrhoid and uh, so so how was it was there like high high winds a lot of mm, flooding a lot of rain quite a bit of flooding but you know nothing that prevented people from getting around including mm-hmm. us um it's good to have a truck that's lifted which we did um uh it was it's really like a really bad rainstorm with high winds it wasn't anything like you know buildings blowing down or anything at least not where i was at i was in newport ritchie where our friends live, and um, that's near Tampa, right? Yeah, just uh, north of Tampa. Okay. Um, where I was there for four or five days. Uh, I, I swam in an outdoor pool in a hurricane, which is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> definitely experience. A beer has a, a great um, uh, way of of making you do fun things like that. What um, the heck? Because that's what I did. I decided I'm going to drink a bunch of beer, and I did. And then I was hungover the next day. Big so, time. so you can now check that off your your bucket list. Yeah, I don't really have survive a, a hurricane. Ching. I just do crap. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, guess. I just I just do dumb things sometimes. Nice. Um, it was fun though. It was a lightning. You know, I wasn't that dumb. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday it was sunny, and we went to Orlando and goofed around and flew home. Cool. So while I was um, while I was getting ready to to leave, yeah, you you ass <laughs> make a post out of nowhere on Facebook. Here's my new Camaro 6 convertible, <laughs> automatic. The only thing that I expected out of that, Chris, is that it's black, and it looks good in black. So here's the deal. You traded in your ZL1. I did. Your 2013 ZL1, right? 2012. 2012 ZL1 for a 2016 17. Camaro. 17. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 17 Camaro SS2 2 yep. SS yep. convertible with I the did. automatic transmission. I did. Yep. <clears throat> so, it was it, and this wasn't, you know, I've been mo- I've been kind of mulling this over for quite a while now and and you know, we've been talking about it and I've been I've been at odds with myself. I, I was like right. I want to upgrade, but do I want to get rid of my ZL1? So when when the whole big Camaro event was going on, I spent quite a bit of time talking to Camaro 6 owners. Uh Andy Garcia was one in particular I talked to. Um, about his experiences because he had one of the first 2016 Camaros, and I wanted to go over a lot of things, and and here, and I still I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool, but do I want to get rid of my ZL1? It was it was paid off, um, so what they gave me for my car was a huge down payment on a car that I could now afford. Um, oh, yeah. So. I happened to bring uh, Leslie's vehicle in for service on uh, last Monday. One of her tire pressure sensors went out, and it wasn't recording the temperature on the tire, the the uh, the the, um, 
the tire pressure anymore. So I brought it in and they're like, well, you know, we're going to have to pull this out. We're going to have to look at blah, 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 blah. So I was like, well, how long is this going to take? Oh, it shouldn't take long. So of course I went over to see John and I was like, John, uh, so uh, what do you, what do you got over here? And he's like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Well, I got, I got a whole bunch of cars. Are you looking for something? So we started looking at cars and uh, what I did know is if I was to buy a car, I would, I was thinking about a convertible. You know, I've never owned a convertible. I've always wanted a convertible. And then I saw they had every color available. But then I saw the blue. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh boy. Oh, that blue. But the only blue cars that they had, and they had a bunch of them, had white stripes on them. And oh, yeah. it looks good, but it's not for me. It's right. not for me. I'm done with stripes. Yeah. Um, and then I saw they had like a 2016 car sitting out front that was really marked down. It was a convertible with the red interior, uh, but it didn't have the black wheels and it didn't have Magna ride on it. Oh. So I said, uh, do you guys got a 17 like this? And he's like, well, let me see what I got. No, they didn't. But what do you know? The dealer across town did. And he's like, I can just get that one for you. I was like, really? I'll have it here tomorrow. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to trade my ZL1 in. So I did. <laughs> and I picked it up the next day. It. Well, it's on for sale at their lot right now if you well, want to buy it. help me now. <laughs> so the car is fantastic. It's absolutely everything I wanted and more. I had a 2SS, black, black wheels, black bow ties, dual mode exhaust, Magna Ride, the adrenaline red interior with the red knee pads as well. Um, automatic transmission. That is the blackest thing since black came to Blackville. You got that right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never owned a convertible before. No. But you did own an automatic. Your, your 2000 Camaro SS. Yes, was, was an, an automatic, SS? yeah. Was an automatic, and you hated it. Well, I didn't hate it. Here's the, here's the thing with the automatic. Back then, it wasn't a fun car at least to me it wasn't a fun car to race i would say it was too i don't know i don't know how to put it it was like too yeah too vanilla that's that's a good way of putting it too vanilla and i I thought the performance in the six speeds was was better than those those automatic transmissions back then four speed automatic yeah dude things have changed big time the eight-speed automatic transmission, oh my goodness. That thing <laughs> is awesome. And the paddle shifters, if I if I want to shift myself, I just put it manual mode and shift it myself. Yep, that's how my last one was. Eight so. times. <laughs> <laughs> bang, 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 bang. It's bang, incredible. Bang, Lots bang, of speed. Bang, bang. I've seen oh. a couple people have, have sent me some comments like, no, not the ZL1. How could you downgrade? Let me tell you something, guys. If you think I downgraded, no way. The uh, sixth-generation Camaro SS is on par, if not a little bit faster, than my six-speed ZL1 was at 580 horse compared to the 450 horse in the sixth gen. It's every bit as fast as my ZL1. That almost doesn't make sense to me. But they said back in the day that 
like when when the sixth generation Camaro was just being talked about and just like hinted at by Chevrolet, they said I forgot who it was. I don't know, maybe it was Al said if you like the horsepower of the ZL1 or the the performance of the fifth generation ZL1, you're gonna like the performance of the sixth generation SS. And he wasn't wrong, was he? No, not at all, not at all. And and there's so many extra like uh, technology pieces that just I just love the Apple CarPlay is awesome the, <laughs> I know the, that's in, a big deal the custom interior lighting dude that is awesome we were we were coming back from my parents last week and Vito wanted to listen to Michigan State game so we changed the interior light to green while he was listening to the game it was cool it was cool nice. you can it, and there's a whole gamut of things you can you can play with in there, so I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, that is good to hear. That is good to hear. So, so there's no loss in performance no, whatsoever no. going from your ZL1 to your new SS. I would I would tell someone who owns a ZL1 right now if they were like thinking uh, and they were on the fence about, I guess, going to a sixth generation SS. Don't worry, don't worry. Just go and test drive one if you don't believe it. Go test drive one. And if you're waiting for the new ZL1, yeah, that's, that's a whole new beast. That's, that's just a, that's a whole new beast. Holy cow. You, man. Man. It's going to be me, I think. I don't know. I don't care. Maybe I'll get a 1LE or something. Oh, my God. That would be, that, that would be kick-ass, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, good for yeah. you, man. I'm glad you're happy. I was really surprised that you wouldn't be, but already you are. So. Yeah. Speaking it's, it's of incredible. ZL1s. Yeah. Oh, go to hell, by the way. Um, <laughs> speaking of ZL1s, some some of the sixth generation ZL1 information was released. It was the order guide came out last yeah. week. I think it was when we were, when we were, took the week off. Yep. Let me tell you. So, so like all the options now we can see what the options are for the ZL1. So let me tell you first what the basic things you can get with a ZL1. It's everything's pretty much standard. You know, the, the LT4, the six speed manual, uh, the Brembo six piston front, four piston rear, uh, brakes, the, the the trans cooler, the electronic limited slip, dual mode, custom launch control, Magnaride, 337 rear gear axle ratio, Ricaros are standard. Uh, the cabin Ric- lighting. Wait, yeah. Ricardos are standard? The Ricardos, yes. Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, Chris. <laughs> now, here's the options. For the ZL1, the 10 speed automatic transmission, carbon fiber instrument panel molding interior trim, Lame. carbon fiber premium carpeted floor mats with the ZL1 logo, uh, replacement front mats with no logo. Okay. The performance data and video recorder, a power sunroof. Hood insert with exposed carbon fiber weave, a fuel door with exposed carbon fiber insert. No, it's a gas door. <laughs> a winter protection package, whatever that is. Oh, oh which includes, I don't know what. Uh, a black outdoor vehicle cover, battery protection package, wheel locks, or a black metallic center stripe. That's it. Those are the options. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Not bad. I'm, it's going to be a while, but I'm going to get one. It's not bad at all, dude. Not bad. Uh, I'm hearing uh, orders should be uh, opening soon. 
very soon for ZL1, if not maybe Monday. <laughs> um, but we are hearing that the automatic transmission uh, could be delayed until the spring. So if you're looking at getting that kick-ass 10-speed automatic transmission, your order may be delayed if you're chomping at the bit to get one of these new badass cars. You know, I remember when I was a little kid back in, I don't know, the 30s, 30s or 40s. Um, <laughs> seems like it sometimes. Jeez. Um, I totally dislocated my knee doing Krav Maga training. It was crazy. <laughs> um, I remember when my friend had a 10-speed bike, and then he got a new bike, and it was a 12-speed bike. Mm, like, yes. Whoa. Two dude. more gears. Holy crap. So now we're talking about a 10-speed automatic transmission. You know, I had my six-speed automatic transmission in my 2010, and... It was okay. I liked it. It was good for cruising around, but I thought at the time, if I were to do it all over again, I'd get the manual again. But now you're saying shut up and get the automatic, aren't you? I don't know, man. I'm I'm done rowing through the gears. And, and when I was on Woodward this last year, I was like, man, it wouldn't have been, it would have been so much more enjoyable. And I would have been able to like experience more without having to sit there in traffic and trying to figure out what gear to be in. And I don't know. Mm. I'm old. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Just give me an automatic transmission though. That's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. So it may be delayed until spring, but there is a, a video that was released and you can check it out on our Facebook page. And I think it was, was that courtesy of our friends at Camaro news? They, it sure was. Um, uh, maybe it was that, uh, that video, uh, data recorder mm -hmm. in use Yep. and it sounded like it was an automatic transmission, but, yep. uh, it was at, at, um, at the Milford proving grounds. Yep. Tell you what, that, uh, that ZL1 sounds pretty kick-ass even through a very crappy little microphone mounted down in a camera <laughs> on the front. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it? Son of a bitch is fast. <laughs> I saw that when they hit that toilet bowl, they, they took, they went down low. They didn't go, they didn't hit it up high. I know, I know, but uh, I mean, I gotta think. If if the last ZL1, the fifth gen ZL1, was a 200 mile per hour car, yeah. What do you think the sixth gen ZL1 is? You think it'll hit 210? I don't know, dude. I'm, God, I'm that's probably. just stupid. That's just stupid. I don't. I'm not gonna try it. Let's have Aaron Link try it first. Didn't Didn't Nacho already try it? And he ended up. I don't know. Nacho, <laughs> yeah, well, he tried it on like a fourteen hundred horsepower car. Yeah, Nacho never got back with me, by the way. Eva. Nope. nope. Oh, well, maybe he doesn't want any more notoriety out of it, but we're just glad he made it through. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, just do a Google search for Nacho Camaro crash, and then holy crap, or something. <laughs> like that. We talked about this what like last month or the month before that. So, something like that. Something like that. So, um, I gotta, I gotta take. We gotta. I, Leave it up to me to take this on a little bit of a downturn before we get into uh, the, some voicemails. We got a bunch, right? Uh, we do, but we oh, we no, still wait. have some big news we got to talk wait, about too. Wait, yeah, there's one more thing. Go ahead with that. Uh, sales figures were released for August. Uh, Camaro back on top, kicking ass again. Nope. <laughs> Camaro's holding steady. It's and, and it's been doing the same thing the last th four months or so. Uh, Camaro, here's the deliveries for Camaro for August, 5,604, uh, down 10% for the year or per year. Uh, Mustang 2016 deliveries were 82.99 and a uh, challenger deliveries were 52.62. So, uh, Camaro jumps back up above uh, challenger for the month of August. Thanks to my purchase of my car. 
Um, <laughs> but one man, Camaro, one vote. Camaro holding strong, and and I gotta say, I'm 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 seeing what what's going on here. It's and it's just it's holding steady. That's yeah. I think they're they're placing the car exactly where they want it to be at this point in time. We're not hearing anything from from the GM camp that says they're unhappy. They didn't throw a lot of money on the hoods, even for the 2016s, uh, to, to offload them. They were doing some 10% off for certain cars that have been on the lot. But other than that, I, I think it's doing exactly what they wanted to do. It's priced a little bit higher. And uh, I think they're still making money. So unless we hear otherwise, That's I think this counts. is go- I think this is going to be the status quo. I really do. Well, you don't. I haven't heard much from Ford lately. Period. Like you know, there's just news after news after news about the Camaro, and I don't hear anything about Ford doing anything. So maybe hmm. maybe the fifth gen was riding high just because it was new and fresh and all that. But now it's time to get serious about making money per unit instead of selling a bunch of units and making very very little. Yeah, that's that that's a that's a good uh, good point there. You know, get the momentum going, then slow it down, make more per per unit. That's probably that's probably the case. I mean, that would yeah. that would make sense from a business standpoint, from my layman's business standpoint. But uh, so, I guess it's nothing to be ashamed of if the, as long as they're making money and they keep pumping out cool stuff, and and they are because I think we got a lot more news to come. Yeah. In fact, I think who was it? Was it um, was it Mudbone that posted on our Facebook page uh, at uh, Facebook.com/slash/CamaroTalkShow about how I guess it's um, the the fiftieth anniversary Camaro site still has one more video to release. Did you oh, see that? Yeah, I think that was Sean from Oceanside who posted that's what it that. Was. Yeah, so I don't know what that's all about. Maybe there's still more coming, or somebody's asleep at the at the computer. One of the two. I, I think I would bet on the latter part. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But. Oh God. All right, we got We got to move on for sure. Yes. Um, let's see what next. Maybe maybe because of you and your testimonial about how awesome that new sixth generation. Everybody's going to run out and buy one, and we're going to overtake Mustang, and it's all because of me. Yep, it's all because of you. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Um, got a got some sad news here. Um. A racer that many people know, knew, beg your pardon, Todd Rumke um, passed away, lost a, a very, very valiant battle with cancer. Um, he was very frequent. Fre- he frequented uh, the Optima Street Challenge quite a bit. Was a great competitor and a great person. Yep. Danny Pop, who's uh, who's who's known in the Camaro world also in racing, um, made a Facebook post uh, on the seventh of uh, September, and I'll, I will read that now. The day the world lost the most incredible friend, the most incredible father, the most incredible husband, the most incredible son and brother, the most incredible competitor, the most incredible person, the world will, will forever now be a different place without him. Todd Rumpke has touched so many people in his 53 years. The family and I would like to thank each and every one who wished well, thought of, prayed, and rallied for support of this great man. All of you made a significant difference for Todd, his family, friends, and I. Sonia, Todd's wife, told me that she said she would miss that he would miss her and the boys. I had thought about that for a bit, and in my last conversation with Todd, I told him of what I had heard. I told him that he had no idea how bad the world would miss him and how big the hole in people's hearts would be of those he touched. I'll be an incredibly hard. It was very glad to be able to say my last goodbyes and tell him exactly what he had meant to me, my son, and the community and world. I left nothing unsaid, and I held his hand, cried, and shared. 
News will be forthcoming shortly of his arrangements, which may have already been released by now. In the meantime, please continue to pray for the family in this time of loss. They, too, have been through a lot in the past few days, weeks, months, and year. Hashtag 63 forever. Dang. Um, you know, only the good die young, it seems. Um, I mean, you ain't kidding, dude. You ain't kidding. So um, It's tough, man. Cancer sucks. Cancer's a bitch. Yep. And in fact, there you see a lot of people, including myself, with the the number sixty three in my Facebook um, profile icon because it's taken from the the fundraiser shirt and it had a picture of Snoopy giving the finger that says "Up yours, cancer." <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I guess that was that was that was Todd's uh, funny, cartoony, slightly offbeat sense of humor. I'm I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. I I'm sure I met him at one point or another. Oh yeah. Um. Don't recall exactly when or where but you know guys like you and i chris we meet so many people in the car industry but just based on the description he was the perfect car guy and car friend and 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 i think our friend danny pop is is right Uh, the world will be different without him so um that you know i'll i'll just leave it at that uh you know and and if you in if you feel the need donate to your favorite cancer organization uh, all right, so we've got a bunch of voicemails. We don't even know if we'll have enough time to get through them, but we'll uh, give we it a totally, We totally won't have enough time since we're already way past 20 minutes already into the show. So all right. uh, we're we'll going to do as many as we can and save the rest for next week. But, guys, keep getting in your, your voicemails. We love hearing them. But. Yeah. All right. Chris, you want to let the first one rip? Here we go. Hi, this is Ivan calling from Michigan. I'm just calling to respond to your listener and caller, AJ, and to your audience about American-made vehicles. I worked in the auto factory for almost 40 years. I just retired, so I know what I'm talking about. Nissan cars, BMW cars, Mercedes, Honda, Toyota are not American products. They're not American plants. Their headquarters are overseas. That's why they're called foreign cars. Their headquarters are based overseas. Their profits go overseas. BMW makes cars down south. They went down south because they're non-union. They don't pay what the regular factories pay. And to get away from the union, they went down south where you have right-to-work states. So they're not American at all. They're foreign. And they moved to America to give the image of being American. That's what they wanted to do. And they fooled people like you and the audience that don't know any better. The factories in the north, even Canada and Mexico, source their parts and headquartered in America. So they're American car companies. Honda, Toyota, BMW are not. When Mazda first came to the United States and Isuzu and Suzuki, they were union, American, with the American workers. The rest are all foreign, and they're not United States companies. Do your research, sir. Wow. Ivan. Thanks for coming in and I guess clarifying about the the auto. I, I'm guessing he's a retired UAW worker. I'm quite sure of that. Yep. Uh, from Michigan. So, yeah, I mean, Michigan's a huge UAW town here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I got to tell you, though, he's wrong. What do you mean? He's totally wrong. Because uh, Mazda didn't come over here. It was Dotson first. Bam! <laughs> the rest of what he said... <laughs> I, you know what? He speaks. He's a voice of experience, right there. I mean, yeah. he's he's, he's like a lot of my relatives in the Lansing area where I grew up. Um, probably right on the money. The thing is, is that I don't know. I I know it used to be like that, 
But for some reason over the years, I lost track of how true it is. And I'm not saying it's not true. I just don't know. And yeah. maybe to his point, that's what they want. I don't know. Yeah. I so have I'll, no idea. I'll take it from him more than I'll take it from any non-personal news source or yeah. anything like that of, of what comes from where. There, uh, there's something to be said for American pride, American engineering, and American work. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I will buy American as much as I can. And it's guys like him that support that. So uh, what was his, what did he say? His Ivan. Name? Al? Ivan. I, yep. Ivan. Thanks for the call. Thanks for setting it straight. Let's yep. not uh, start any voicemail arguments back and forth, <laughs> yeah. but do appreciate that input and that and setting, setting yep. everybody straight. Yep. All right. Ready for the next one? You got it. Hey, guys. This is Dr. Damon again calling back uh, to clarify my statement uh, last week about my next car probably being a charger of some sort. Um, I, as you know, I have a Camaro SS. Um, my wife um, has a SUV that's family-friendly, uh, but my Camaro is not since we are a family of five. Um, I do want to keep my Camaro until it dies, and I have almost 90,000 miles on it. So um, in order to keep it, um, I need to get like a more family-friendly car. Um, my wife probably would not go along. Well, actually, no, she would not go along with me having two Camaros at the same time. <laughs> and neither of them can fit the whole family. So I need to get a family car um, because I like V8 muscle cars or pony cars, whatever you want to call them. My, uh, my two options would be a Chevy SS or a Dodge Charger with the 392 or the Hellcat. Um, the Chevy SS is a great car, but it just too boring looks too boring um you know i have a bright green camaro and then i you know i'm not going to go for the chevy because just the way it looks but it's a great vehicle i like the australian holden version better it looks more a little more aggressive so that's why i was saying that um my next car would be a charger i'm trying to have my cake and eat it too get a family friendly car but still have some uh, V8 performance there. So the four doors are, are what's um, calling me that way. I mean, the only other option would be like a CTSD, but that's out of my price range. So um, just trying to have my cake and eat it too. Have two muscle cars instead of one, uh, and one that's family friendly. All right, guys, take care. Uh, talk to you later. Bye bye. Thanks for calling in, Dr. Damon, and clarifying that he's just trying to have his cake and eat it too. Does he want his cake and wants to eat it too? Holy cow, 90-some thousand miles on that Synergy Green Camaro. That's, that's awesome, man. The man drives. Yeah, heck yeah. And that's that's proof right there. He's got to have a car that is useful. Okay, what would, what would you recommend to him for a four-door sedan with a V8? Get, find a Pontiac G8 GXP. Oh. If you want the SS, the Chevy SS, but it's a little too bland for you, remember that Pontiac G8 GXP? Is, uh, is a little bit more aggressive looking, and I'll tell you what, you just take the standard midnight silver 2010 Camaro SS wheels and stick it on that, it changes that car dramatically. It looks like a million dollars. That's what I would do if I was in your shoes. Mm, interesting. I was going to recommend the CTSV, and then he said, well, the CTSV is out of my price range. So, All right. <clears throat> probably pick up a G8, GT or GXP yeah. for decent money. You probably... The, people took care of those cars too. They didn't. They didn't stomp them into into powder. Yeah. Can I tell you though, man? His voice will put me to sleep. I wonder if he's not. You know, he's Doctor Damon. I wonder if he's not a hypnotist of sorts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just we'll find that out. Great, 
great voice just kind of want to chill out and it's like put on some uh, steely dan albums and... yeah <laughs> thanks for calling in dr d let yeah. us know how the hunt goes yeah you ready for the next one maybe bentley Kamer or bentley fiero will be on here letting us know what he's gonna do man hey this is tom from Macedon, new york i was the winner of the griot's garage convertible top cleaner and just letting you know how uh i liked it um very great product i highly recommend it um i sent jason some pictures before during and after um i have a black top on my 2000 ss and it i scrubbed it it came out fantastic it's got a nice smell to it um other than that i would highly recommend it anyway uh that's my review and uh I'll uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Tom. He was the winner of the Griot's. Uh, what is Griot's it? Gar- Griot's. Griot's. Griot's Garage Convertible. And now I have a convertible. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, I'm like, because I ha- they sent it to me to try it. I'm like, well, I don't have a convertible top to try it on. And well, Neither Chris did I. never will. <laughs> I know. And so uh, you know, we had just like a quick little contest, and, and Thomas got it right. I sent it out to him. He did send me some pictures. Um, he's very, very happy about um, how it turned out for, as a convertible top cleaner. So, Chris, you're probably going to have to pick yourself up some. Okay. Chris, I'm going to make sure you get these pictures. So if, if you could post them in like on our on our Facebook page. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, he just, just he said it all. It's, he's very happy. Yes. Uh, so check it out at griotsgarage.com. They sent it to me. I have no use for it. I sent it out. He's also the guy that uh, wrote an email a few months back about the F-Body Junkyard, or as it's called, the LS Candy Shop. Oh, yeah. Remember? I remember that. Yep. Yeah. So Tom Ryan from New York. Tom, glad you liked it. Enjoy it. We'll get these pictures up, and I, I'll make sure that Griot's Garage is aware of your review as well. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, We're running over the time now. I think we, we got time maybe for one more. But you guys keep getting in the voicemails, and uh, we'll go through them no matter how many we get. And here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, here, let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five more, but we can only do probably one more here. So, All right. So here it is. Hey, Chris. This is Sean. And Chris and Jason, this is Sean from Oceanside. And Chris, I uh, just wanted to say congratulations on your new Camaro. I almost had a cathartic and emotional response when I saw it. Because it's exactly the one I want. Black, convertible. So I was thinking, you know, since winter's coming up in Detroit, you're just going to be sitting in your garage. Why don't you let me use it? Keep it running in California. You know, I can go up and down the coast and, you know, just saying. Anyway, congratulations. Uh, it's a great-looking car, and I uh, hope you have uh, many fun miles with it. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Sean, thanks for calling in, and thank you, sir. Thank you, but no, you you can't have my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it, w- it would do fine in California, but at this point in time, I have 150 miles on it. That's it. Well, now's right about now's the time to just start stomping the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Right. 
How many miles did your ZL1 have on it when you traded it in? Uh, 7,300. Right. So if you would just stomp the crap out of that when it had 100 miles on it, it wouldn't matter now anyway. Nope. And you would have enjoyed it up to 500 miles or whatever it is you put on it. I guess. So get in that convertible and just beat it like (laughs) you hate it. Beat it like you hate it. Like you hate it. Okay. All right. We're just about out of time here, right? Yep. So we have like four voicemails left, but we'll have to save those for next week or, you know. We'll just keep we'll just keep on going. Let me let me tell you about what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah. Um, about the time this episode is released, I'm going to be in Bowling Green, Kentucky at LS Fest, checking nice. things out. So I'll probably be taking a bunch of pictures of some cool stuff. I know that Lingenfelder is issuing issued a challenge to all Copo owners. Mm-hmm. They're having a Copo shootout, and I think that's pretty kick ass. Nice. So I'm going to try to get some pics and videos. Get them up on our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash Camaro Talk Show. Um, what else are we going to talk about? We've talked about this quite a bit in the past. Worst automotive accessories. Well, Haggerty, <laughs> um, I'm on their newsletter. They sent Haggerty Insurance. They sent me uh, their newsletter email and the results of their poll. Um, I've got a new Facebook group I'd like to talk about, designed specifically for car detailing for the common man. And uh, let's see here, a couple other tidbits about Lingenfelder and uh, other car stuff. One thing I do want to leave you with, and, and Chris, I'd like you to put this in the show notes, if you would, please. I talked about this a few months back. I took all of my GM high-tech performance magazines, and I stuck them up on eBay for cheap, oh. individually. So if you're missing an issue and you want to collect them all, I probably have them. I don't even have them listed all yet. But what I do have is, like, the first year, which is only six issues, including the very first issue. 20 bucks, I'll get it for you. It's like a, it's a Mustang and a Camaro, right? That's because it was high-tech performance. That's right. Then, not... GM high tech performance. Right. Then. Okay. So, uh, you, so know, you, you have really it on cool. eBay right now, then? Yeah, it's right on eBay. Chris, I'll uh, send you the link so you can okay. throw it in the show notes. Sweet. What's really neat is the very first one that already sold had our friend Jordan Musser on the cover. Oh, his, good old Jordan. Yeah. With his awesome LT1. And he did know how to build a kick ass LT1, too. Sure did. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I could keep these in a box forever or I could just. And, and gosh, half of it, half the cost is just covering the shipping because I got free shipping on them too. Yeah. So, so what are um, they say, selling for? What's that? Like a buck? No. Are you, are you selling 12, each individual? Or are you selling them all? Individually. Oh, okay. Twelve bucks free shipping. Even the one I'm in? I asked you if you wanted one. You said you already had it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I if think anybody a... buys it and they want him to sign it, well, <laughs> no. you can buy it and send it to him and he'll sign it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Some, That's cool. Uh, it was really neat going through them, though, because like when they had like special cyclones on the cover, yeah. or the S the Chevy SSR pickup. Will they build it? And you know the Camaro is dead, and then the Camaro is back. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, just look through the links. And I, again, I only have like two thirds of them up on up at, at the time of this recording of this episode, and uh, it's just neat seeing all the covers. So you can see them all individually. And uh, yeah, if you, if you need one, grab one. I'll get it out to you. Nice. Nice. Cool. Uh, otherwise, we've got more stuff to talk about next week. Get your voicemails and emails in, and we'll get to them sooner or later. Yep. Totally. And I guess that's it. Totally. So, well, you have fun at LS Fest this weekend, dude. You got it, punk. And uh, if you want, do some Facebook Lives from there. I might I might just do that. Right, uh, on, right on the Camaro Show page. Maybe I'll just do that and make yeah. things cool. Maybe yeah. well, you guys will be able to see some Copo shootout stuff live Saturday evening. Woo! Sounds good. All right, I'll work on that. All right, dude. 
Let's get out of here. All right. All right, go drive your car. All right, we'll see you next week. Go to hell too. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.